This is Hope FM. Um, as I said at the top of the hour, my um, very special guest this morning is the Deputy Leader and Cabinet Member for Regeneration Economy and Strategic Planning, uh, no other than uh, Councillor Philip Broadhead, who joins us now on the line. Uh, really to talk about all things um, BCP Council. Uh, good morning, Philip. How are you doing? Yes, good morning, Jonathan. Very well, thank you. Great, great to have you on the show this morning. Um, I guess the, the first question that springs to mind, what makes you, I guess, the most proud about being Deputy Leader of the uh, the BCP Council? Of course, we've had a, a change recently um, where the the old Unity Alliance has um, gone away and uh, the Conservative Party are now in charge. Um, what makes you, I guess, proud of, of being in this great conurbation? Well, I suppose it's the ability to, to do stuff as much as anything else. Like like everyone else, I live here, I raise my kids here, and um, and despite everything that's going on around us, it's a it's, it's a really exciting place, I think, to live and to and to bring your kids up. So for me, it's a chance to to do stuff. You know, I'm a little bit of a doer. I I, I don't like people that complain. I like people that do. And so anybody that can do stuff, I think, should do stuff. Um, so just yeah, looking forward to getting stuff in really. Excellent. Um, what would you say are the key things that our area has going for it as a place to live? Um, and maybe other things that are not so great that we need to improve? Well, it's a good question, isn't it? I mean, it's, I, I, to be honest, I'm always surprised at how big we are. You, people seem to forget that we somehow stumbled from an area of lots of little towns into, into almost a city. I think there's almost yeah. half a million people in our area now. So it's, it's actually really big. Um, and that brings its own problems, like getting around and, and things like that. But I always find it really interesting, particularly because I now look after the, the business side and the economy, that when you talk to either people that have moved here or businesses, you always say to them, you know, why did you come to Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul? And they always say, just because they love living here, really. And I think that's why, we, that's why we're all here, isn't it? You know, it's a, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to live. And, um, and it, it's, it's how to make it better. So I'm always thinking, how do I, how do we improve the area? What can we do to, to make it better than it already is? Whether that's the beaches, keeping it clean, keeping it safe, you know, creating jobs, that kind of thing, um, for the next generation. So, yeah, whenever, whenever any decisions coming up, what's always in my head is, does this make the place better or worse? Yeah, and that, that's a good place to be, isn't it? I mean, like you say, you know, Bournemouth and Paul Council now and, and Christchurch BCP have all come together, and we forget that we are kind of in a city, and I guess the, the, the yeah. feeling has changed, you know, when we get in our car in the morning. Certainly I live on the northern part of the conurbation, just outside the area, and uh, driving in sometimes can be an absolute nightmare in terms of traffic. Do you think, actually... Uh, where was this uh, little town that we know we grew up in? Um, yeah. It is now qu- vastly and quickly evolving into a city. Um, what would you say are the, the main things that we need to improve um, for our well, that town? Transport's a, 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 a yeah. transport's a huge thing, isn't it? Because, yes. Um, you're exactly right. When you look at most other areas that have the, the population size that we do for our kind of collective bigger area, they are cities and they're defined as cities and they've been planned as cities. We're not a city because we're a, a collection of, 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 you know, very different places and, you know, we should stay that way. But actually, many of us treat it as such. So, you know, I live kind of more in the middle of the conurbation, but, you know, I've worked in Paul, my kids went to school in Christchurch, and you can end up having to traverse the whole area. So that, that transport side is a, it's just a huge problem. Um, not least, I think, because we've got very used to being able to drive everywhere, haven't we? That's we right. think it's our right to be able to hop in the car and that's go right. everywhere. And as we all know, 
those things are changing. I think lockdown has been, been brilliant for that, actually. I, I cycle a lot and I cycle the kids to school every day. But during lockdown, I got on my bike and, and did a lot more and went a lot more places. So, you know, how, how we get around is going to be very different. Um, and making sure that, yes, we're encouraging people to do that in new ways, but also we're improving the traffic and car infrastructure as well, because it's, it is getting slightly to breaking points in yes. parts of the conurbation now. Yeah, absolutely. So it's right. a massive task. And the um, problem is, as a council, of course, we can't do all of that by ourselves as well. A lot of it's down to government funding, so you have to put things together like, mm. uh, not being boring, but, you know, the government things like the Transforming City Plan, which we, which we put together a couple of years ago. And um, because if you want to do these things properly, you've got to stand back and look at it as a whole and go, right, yeah. you know, how do we fix everything? You can't just do quick fixes because quite often they, they make things worse. Absolutely. And so I think that, that's, that's probably the main thing is just, you know, how we get around. I think you're right there. Often piecemeal solutions uh, lead to a chaos at the end. So like a great strategic plan is absolutely essential. Um, now, looking at your title, not only the deputy leader, but... Um, it's quite a big brief. Um, regeneration, economy, and strategic <laughs> planning. <laughs> Can you expand on that yeah. a little bit more? Does it does it do, does it do what it says on the tin, as it as it as they say? Yeah, I, I, th- I think the leader doesn't like me very much. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was similar back in the um, in the Bournemouth council days before the the new authority. I was a cabinet member then. I used to kind of joke that I was a cabinet member of everything. But I think it's um, a lot of these things are joined up. So we're. We're in quite a um, uh, quite an exciting position, actually, with the new uh, council. Now we're we're about to undertake a big piece of work, which is called the local plan. So that's that's basically putting together how planning structures work and how our area and uh, it works in terms of house building and where things can and shouldn't be built. And um, and we've got a lot of out of date planning policies. As anybody that's known that's, that's, that's tried to get planning for anything, whether you're a, a developer or somebody trying to get an extension, it's, mm. it's never been particularly easy. No. So I think that's a, a really big opportunity to essentially get that right. But you can't do that in isolation for everything else. So you know that has to link with your economy. That has to link with a big picture look at how do we uh, reinvigorate our towns. Whether you've mm. got you know the Paul High Street, which has seen better days but has so much potential got some massive regeneration sites in Bournemouth and then the same with east of the uh, of the area so they all do fit together you're right it's a big brief um, but equally I think there's a, a really good opportunity at the moment to hopefully try and get it right so we talked about you know immediate priorities in terms of transport and, and, and getting things right and improving the high street in f- if I was to say to you in five years time uh, what would you have hoped to achieve for the area how would it have been improved how would it be different yeah, well, as I said at the beginning, I think it's just getting better. I think there's, there's a danger that you can put arbitrary, um, uh, you know, uh, things in place of, of, you know, a barometer of exactly where you'd like to get to that's measurable. And I think it's important to do to do that sometimes. But, you know, I got involved in local politics because I want to make the area better for my kids. And I want them to have jobs when we grow up and, and be, a, you know, continue to be an area that we want to live in. So... I think fundamentally, um, it, it's about creating jobs and making sure. You know, only a couple of years ago, we were we had the fastest growing economy, uh, fastest growing employment rate in the whole of the UK, and in the top ten fastest growing economies. Mm. They sound like boring stats, but they actually mean something. You, you only get that by creating an area that people want to live in, people want to invest in, and as you do that, you have more money to make it even better. So, you know, I, I think. One of the things that the last six months has certainly taught me is that, you know, you go outside, you look around at the place that we live. It's pretty darn good. It's a, it's a mm. lovely, lovely place to be. Um, but it, it's quite fickle. You know, you, 
you don't do things right and you know streets aren't cleaned and people start losing their jobs and things like that it all it can all disappear really quickly yeah you can quickly so, out, so out. for me it's just about making sure that every year when we look at the stats i'll you know on paper are we getting better but then when you talk to people on the street do they feel like the area that we live in is getting better or worse and i think that's the barometer of success this is hope fm we talked about um you know to be in deputy leader and your your brief which is quite broad um i'm going to read it out now make sure i get this right um strategic member for regeneration economy and strategic planning um but what, what are you most excited about at the moment for the future for the council so weirdly it's probably the economy and i mm. think that's weird because when you look around at the moment it's, it's really quite scary out there isn't it i Absolutely. think anybody in any job is in a position whereby, you know, I think if we're honest, the next six months is going to be is going to be really really tough. Um, but you know, it, 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 we've got such an uh, interesting varied economy in this area. Every day, I find out a little bit more. So mm. even last Monday, I was with a, a group of, of new apprentices for our aeronautical and aircraft maintenance industry, which incidentally is huge and booming. You know, you've got all of the the airport and engineering sectors and everything. Um, so we've, we've got loads of stuff, but of course we're also a really big hospitality, tourist, um, high street, all of those economies. Yeah. And um, and they're, they're in, you know, they're in a, a, a state at the moment. They're desperately worried about the next six months. So we've got to try and help get them through. But at the same time, there is, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. And hopefully, in six months' time, when you know, let's God hope all of this is all over, we've then got to continue to try and you know uh, make the place even better and we've got all the ingredients it's uh, it's a you know a fantastic environment that we live in and we've got so many different parts of our economy that, that work well together so it's the thing that really drives me is to get that on track and mm. you know keep making some of these world-class industries even more and uh, we've got some exciting plans you know things like the the Wessex Fields development which is near you know our u- new university hospital which has got that status which is fantastic you know, things like making that into a science medipark and, you know, all of our financial industry. So there's so much there and it's just trying to, you know, to use a well-worn phrase, turbocharge it somehow and make sure it's fit for the future. Absolutely. Um, of course, you know, you, you highlighted there, I think, what's all on our mind at the moment, the current COVID-19 crisis. Um, how would you say the council is planning to deal with the ongoing pandemic? Like you say, I think we're probably all in for a rough six months. Yeah, and, you know, look, it's not getting any better, is it? And, and that's why we're keeping, we keep saying to people, you know, just remember those three things, space, space, and, and, uh, and, and gosh, do you know what was the third one now? Yes, um, make space, uh, cover your face, and wash your hands. There that's we go, right. those three. Um, it's helpful if I remembered them. <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it's, it's not getting any better. On the flip side, you know, we are, seem to be quite fortunate here in the Southwest. So our rates keep going up and up, but so does everywhere else to an even more, uh, mm. uh, you know, scary level. So we continue to be well below the average. But yes, I mean, we, we just don't know what's, what's going to happen next. I think one of the things that, um, you know, makes me, you know, a little bit more comfortable is the fact that there's a lot of preparations in place behind the scenes for what happens if things do start getting worse. Mm. So the actual pandemic side is covered by Public Health Dorset, um, who do a fantastic job about you know, looking and analysing. But, of course, as a council, we've then got to think, well, what are the preparations that we need to make? Yeah. And um, and so there's, you know, all sorts of different task forces going on if the worst becomes the worst. Um, but equally, it's that volunteer sector as well. So I think one of the great things, if you can say that out of the pandemic, 
is the 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 volunteer network that's come out of um mm. out of, almost out of nowhere but thousands of volunteers now through the together we can program so it's getting that back up and running as well because you know a lot of people aren't affected health-wise by the pandemic and have time and you know to use them as part of the network is just um it, it's a great thing to have so a great resource all of that up and just 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 being prepared as much as anything else yeah absolutely it's a great resource isn't it people coming together as community um talking of community and citizens what would you say an ordinary citizen so you know like me um how can we help <laughs> this community become a better place well that's a start that that together we can program so just you know, if you've got time, volunteer in, in some way, get involved. And it was, it's how I got involved in local politics because, you know, I was fed up, stood in the playground, just complaining to other parents about things. I thought, well, let's, let's do something about it. Mm. So if you've got skills in any area, there are people that, that want your, that need your help. Um, uh, and that, that goes from everything from, you know, our children's services, our healthcare side, all the way through to community, you know, uh, litter pickers and, and things like that. There's, there's so much to do, and every little does make a, a massive difference. Uh, but particularly that coordinated effort that we've got at the moment, I think, is, is fantastic. And one of the things that I, I really hope continues after the pandemic is that we all stay involved, because, you know, suddenly we've got this yeah. team on hand of thousands of volunteers. Suddenly, once we're through the crisis, if we can use them for other things, wouldn't that just be a fantastic way to, to A, keep people involved, but B, continue to make our place better? So, um, but yeah, I would say if you've got time, there's so many different ways to get involved. Just do it. Fantastic. Um, last question for you. Um, again, looking to the future, what does a better place look like to you? Gosh, that's a, that's a good one, isn't it? Um, uh, I think I've said it a little bit before, but um, I, I, I think it's 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 somewhere just being better. I know that that sounds like a bit of a cop out answer, but no, no. I think you know when, whenever I talk to people. Um, I always say to them, do you think things are going in the right direction or not? And if not, why? Mm. Um, so, you know, when you go into your town centres, does it feel safer than it did last year? Does it feel cleaner than it did last year? Do you, do you want to go out shopping more than you did? Do you, mm. Does your job feel more secure? So I think it's, it's the, the, the kind of gut feeling of how the direction of travel. Um, but also, I think it's about our environment here as well. And, you know, we, we concentrate a lot on things like roads and businesses and everything. But it's just making sure that we leave the environment behind us for our kids in, yeah. in a way that they'll be able to enjoy, that they'll be able to walk along the beaches and, yeah. you know, enjoy our natural environment. Because Absolutely. that's really important, too. Absolutely. So getting better, but staying the same at the same time. It's a delicate balance, isn't it? This is Hope FM.